Welcome back, Dream Builders. So ecstatic for my guest this week because she is actually one of my business besties. Marta Spurk is an empowerment coach, marketing strategist, best-selling author, TEDx speaker. And if you aren't already exhausted just thinking about what a powerhouse she is, a mom of six-year-old triplets. Woo! She helps women entrepreneurs learn to boost their confidence by looking at their most valuable resource, themselves. Catch your breath and I'll be right back with Marta Spurk. You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dream Design Podcast with Amy Lee Westerville. I'm your host, Amy Lee, and today I have a fabulous guest. You guys are going to absolutely love her as much as I do. Um, her name is Marta Spurk, and she and I have become really good friends over the years, but she is an empowerment coach and a marketing strategist, and she actually just had a book come out this week, which unfortunately, she lives way out in Colorado, or I would have been first in line to get mine signed, but um, she is fantastic, and she is here with us today. Welcome, Marta. Hey, how's it going? Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So glad to have you. So tell us a little bit about um, specifically, like, how did you get started in your business? You obviously, you know, people don't graduate and say, I'm going to be an empowerment coach. Like, tell us the trajectory about how you got from where you were to where you are now. All right. Well, let's see about a short, short version of that. Um, I started everything with network marketing and it was very like haphazard, like what's going on because I just had triplets. That's an important point. Up until having children, I worked in communication and translation in the languages field uh, for almost 20 years. I started really young at 14 in Brazil. I started teaching English and it was just a passion of mine. Like I knew the language. I loved the culture. And people started asking me and it was like, oh, I know something that you could benefit from. I, you can pay me for it. So I was tutoring. Eventually, I started working in language schools. I got degrees. And um, the reason why I got so involved with this was because of church. My mom is a pastor and she started coming to church conferences in America. That's how I met my American husband was in church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I became the official interpreter for the conferences in Brazil. So at 18, I was on stage in front of thousands of people and being live streamed, being uh, broadcast in radio stations. Like it was a huge deal, but I was a child, so to speak. Now that I'm in my thirties, I know that I wouldn't have said that at 18, but, um, and then having triplets really was kind of like putting my life in a blender. Like what, it, what am, what am I doing? Is this really what I want? It was kind of like a, a do-over of sorts. Like if that was a chance for me to figure out exactly what I wanted to do if I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I didn't know it at the time and I'm still unpacking all of that six years later, obviously. But 
I was living in Brazil when I had the babies. We moved back to America when they were just nine months old. And I found myself as a first-time mom, a stay-at-home mom, away from my family. I couldn't really leave the house a whole lot with having three newborns uh, that were you know, almost toddlers at that time. But I found the opportunity of network marketing like many of us do. And it was like, well, it was like weight loss, fitness. I can do this you know, postpartum, share about it, make some money. And I really fell in love with personal development. That's how it all started. And I remember uh, within like a year or so, one of the awards that they were giving out when, once you reach certain goals was a, brand, uh, a book by Brenda Bouchard. And when I read that book, I was like, how do I get to be like this man? Like what he's doing, you know, writing books, getting to speak in places, having his programs online, getting flown in by clients who are desperate and need his guidance. Like, I want to be that person. I want to be the person that is hired by these companies and gets to be on stage, you know, and at time that was just so freaking far away, you know, and I remember sharing it with my husband, like, I think what I really want to do now that I come to think about it is I want to be a motivational speaker. And he was like, um, but that takes years. And I was like, well, okay, well, I just need to keep putting one foot in front of the other and, and seeing where it goes. And I did uh, many pivots, many twists and turns until I realized I really wanted to focus on entrepreneurs because they already knew the importance of mindset. It wasn't like pulling teeth, trying to help somebody understand that they need to work on themselves. Entrepreneurs naturally understand this need because they are their business. And uh, with that, I found this outlet with the marketing piece because many people admired me and complimented me on having triplets and staying consistent with my business, especially on social media. And to me, that seemed so normal. Like that is my reality. I have not been a triplet mom and not an entrepreneur. This has gone hand in hand because I started when they were so small. But I have come to realize that what some what I think is ordinary, people can see as extraordinary. And that's the very thing that you monetize, right? That's the very thing that you uh, build a business on. And as I started talking more about marketing, my business really took off in 2020. And but I was still the foundation of everything was still personal growth. And I intertwine both and they can't go separate because they're very, very, very much interconnected. And that's how I got to be here today. <laughs> Such an incredible journey. And yeah, you kind of glossed over the whole having triplets thing. But I mean, you know, even as a mom of five under, what, am, what are they under nine? Even I'm in awe of like, I couldn't even, I mean, I have a special needs son. And as a newborn, he is a handful. I can't even imagine having three babies. And obviously, you know, when you have triplets, they correct me if I'm wrong, they probably weren't to term, right? Because no. that's not possible. Yeah, they were born in 34 weeks. So they stayed in NICU for three weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of commuting and, you know, having to, you know, bond with your babies and everything else. And you just started a business. And so my hat goes, my my hat off to you about about that completely. Um, because, I mean, you know, even even us, you know, people are like, you're a super mom. And I'm like, have you met Marta? Because no. Um, but, you know, and we both were very lucky. We have supportive partners. And so there's all of that. And that part is great. So um, I was telling you about this book that I was reading. And one of the things that she talks about in the book is these four levels of consciousness. And I thought this was really interesting. So so obviously we talk about like the, the to me consciousness, right? This all happens to me. This is happening to me. And that's kind of where we start, right? That victim consciousness. But what I thought was really interesting and what I would love to hear you weigh in on 
was she talks about the second level of consciousness, which is by me consciousness. And so there's the idea that anything that is going to happen has to happen by me, right? Like, so we've got these entrepreneurs, they have these businesses, they're creating these incredible machines, so to speak. And then what's happening? They're getting burnt out. They're starting to lose focus. They're not really knowing what they're doing. And they're just, they feel like they just have to keep going, right? And yeah. so um, the reason that I bring this up is because as an empowerment coach, right? And as someone who really kind of sinks your teeth into the law of attraction and leaning on that trust of the universe. Like, tell me, you know, obviously you probably had to ha have had a shift where you went from, it's not all me, right? Like I am supported by the, the universe at large. So I would love to hear kind of, cause I think people really need to hear that we've been in these places. And when we get into flow, it's not just because we found the escalator and went, Oh, well now I'm in flow. Yeah. Like we, we have to kind of, you know, come from somewhere. So can you kind of share with them like that moment where you just said, I don't have to do it all by myself. Right. Like I, like I am supported and I can work less and make more. And so I'd love for you to share that. Yeah. So I think for me, one of the biggest shifts there, there have been quite a few, right? Those awakenings. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is what I should have known for the longest time. And then you're tempted to beat yourself up. And it's like, no, I, I could, I could only see this now. <laughs> it's like that crazy game we play with our minds. Uh, but one of the biggest shifts and what made me switch from network marketing into my own thing, that was the very first one was when I found the Enneagram and that was huge for me. And it's a tool that I still use. It's a huge part of my book. Uh, and something that because of publishing my book, I'm really bringing it back and making a point to break it down for people to see how they can benefit from that knowledge for their business as well in understanding the way I operate on my own. I feel like that was a huge shift in understanding that I face situations in a similar way every time. And that is, a and people do it differently, right? And that's why there are nine types on the Enneagram. And Recently, what I have been working with, because sometimes people feel overwhelmed with the idea that there are nine types. Well, how can I find myself within that? And how can I possibly understand other people when there are so many different types? Is that there are ways of grouping the types in three, in, in, in groups of three. So that helps the elimination process a little bit more. And with that, understanding that the majority of us can be grouped in three categories with the most common subconscious fears that we have, that lead back to childhood, right? Something that happened and you started seeing reality that way. And then because of the challenges of life, you're invited to revisit that and be like, this is actually not true. And I'm in control now. I don't get, I don't have to be that victim and think that everything is happening to me because I'm not a child anymore. I am a grown person and I make my own decisions. And that's where a lot of the empowerment came to me was from the realization of, oh, this is how I've been for so long. It has served me in some ways and it has not served me in some ways. So how can I learn how to work with myself and understanding that I only have control of, over who I am and not over people and circumstances? But in a way, once you learn to work with yourself, it's almost like your circumstances and people around you change because it's your reactions that are creating different reactions from the things around you. So that was one of the main things that happened for me. And Along with that, knowing that my Enneagram type and the stance that I take in the world is very aggressive. Not everyone is like that, but I tend to be very much action-oriented and goal-oriented. And many entrepreneurs are, but not all. 
And that's what's been helpful for me to also help my clients that are not the same as me. Um, is understanding that I have this deep need to connect with like a stewardess, uh, a heart of a steward. That's of stewardship is, is to serve. Because I am so action oriented, I tend to bulldoze over things and to force things because I can. I have the energy for them. So to your point is I've learned that when I prioritize people's needs and feelings around me, after I've done the work of pouring into myself, prioritizing myself, that was all very neat, especially postpartum. And you know, a huge part of empowerment is that. But because of me tending to be so focused and putting the blinders on, uh, especially as an entrepreneur, it is super important for me to listen to what my clients are saying, to what my audience is saying. Uh, and it, this could be different for other people because they already are great listeners to begin with. So their focus is you need to take some action. You need to get up and get going. That is not me because I'm always up and going. <laughs> so the shift for me is really sitting back and listening and trusting. So what you, the, the whole self-trust, and this is actually my word for this year, is I trust that things are going to happen even if I'm not running a million miles per hour. Um, and it's because I understand my personality type more now. That's so fascinating. I only recently dug into the Enneagram and I don't even think I did it right, but um, my, my business manager, she's like, okay, two, she's like, whatever, two. And I'm just like, really? Like, like, is it that obvious? She's like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, I, for a long time, I thought it was a four, but I get, apparently I'm a two, I don't know. So I'll have to, I'll have to show you my, my quiz at some point and you can tell me what you think. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, let's talk, we've got quite a few things that we want to share with these guys. So let's start with my favorite one, which is the book. So you just finished a book and you actually, you, um, got to, you know, experience one of your dreams, which is sitting and, and signing books in a store. So tell us a little bit about that experience and we'll go ahead and put the book on the screen here for you guys watching, um, the, you know, the visual. Um, but for those of you who are out there in podcast land, we will make sure that the book link is in the show notes. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the book and then tell us the experience of being with the book. It was so magical. Well, so a little bit about the journey of the book. I feel it's important because lots of people have been asking me, um, and you've gone through this process yourself, but lots of people have been asking me, how long did it take? How did you go about it? Because there are different ways of going about it. Obviously, it depends on the genre, what you're going for. And ultimately, I, I wanted to write a book, but I didn't know what I was going to write about. And then I started working with a business coach who is an international speaker, has done so many different events and has nine books published. And one of the first things he said was, you need to publish a book. And I was like, here I go again with this idea, but I don't know what. And what really helped me with that was he, he said, don't overthink it. Don't think that it needs to be like a memoir. Attach it to your business, right? Make it a marketing piece where it's just a, a piece really of you. So people get to know you, your message. And it's kind of like an invitation and a way for them to warm up to you to then get to see your work and want to work with you. And I was like, all right, that's less overwhelming. Working with content and marketing, I was like, I like that idea. I will just create something. It, it, it was easier for me to be like, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end if I think of it that way. So what I created was, uh, it's just outlining the 
framework that I already use in my programs. So the stuff that I teach in courses, the stuff that I teach when I go on podcasts and talk about stuff is what's in the book. So what I love about it is that I don't have to create something new and I shouldn't because I want cohesiveness and I want people to hear the same thing a million times and be like, I got it. This is amazing. <laughs> Marketing 101, you know? And so um, what I outline in the book is called The Empowered Woman Path which is what I say is the ultimate roadmap for business success. And it's exactly what we were talking about before. It's this coming home to you. It's uh, understanding yourself and leveraging your uniqueness and your personality to create a business that is in alignment with you. And that really helps you unfold your calling as you're going through it. You're like, wow, this is what I've been meant to do my entire life because you're taking the time to get to know yourself. So it's a beautiful journey. It's five steps. It starts with notice yourself. That's when I... Um, uh, talk about Enneagram. I describe some, uh, all of the types. Um, I invite you to take the test. It's not like the end all because many people get caught up in that process. Uh, it's really a journey of getting to know yourself. You're into human design. You know how that goes. You can, you know, get the chart, but you, it, you could be studying it for years and revisiting and be like, I feel like crap. Why is it? You know, and go look at it. The Enneagram is the same exact thing, but in different ways, obviously. And the second step is listen to yourself. That's when we get into self-talk, which is still related to the Enneagram. I talk a lot about childhood wounds and the, the, the records that you're playing in your head have a lot to do with the things that you've heard before. They're the same programming. So let's acknowledge this programming before we want to just change it. We need to know what it is. And then the third step is forgive yourself. I have found that forgiveness is the biggest, I don't want to say one of the biggest pieces. It's the biggest piece that moves us forward is releasing forgiveness for yourself for circumstances you can't control and for the people around you. So whenever you're feeling stuck, most likely you're living in resentment for something. And it could be something small, but it is something. And acknowledging that is super important and releasing it so that you can move to the fourth step that is empower yourself. Once you become aware of your shortcomings and your weaknesses, it's so much easier to see your strengths and to recognize them. And then that's when I invite people to really celebrate the moments that they were proud of themselves because there have been many of them. We just don't take the time to remember them. So that's what I encourage there. And finally, step five is transform yourself. And the reason why it's the last one is because you have to go through the other steps to then transform into a more self-accepting version of who you are because I believe that's true transformation. So these are the steps and I can talk about the signing too. <laughs> So just to, just to, you know, um, comment on that one thing, you know, you were mentioning about, we don't celebrate ourselves and something that I think is really interesting that I, I learned from my, um, neuro-linguistic programming background is that we celebrate the outcome, but we don't celebrate the steps we took to get there. So like, we're like, Oh, great job. You lost 20 pounds, but we don't celebrate great job. You went to the gym or great job. You watched your calories or whatever it is that someone's doing. And it's interesting because we wonder why we can't keep up the behaviors in pursuit of our goals. It's because it's, it's thankless, right? Like you're not getting your, it's like, you know, your parent not giving you a hug when you come home from a, a, a sports game because yeah. you didn't win. Right. Like, Great job. You tried, you know, you did your thing, you participated, like there's, there's love to be had there. And, and we tend to, thwart, you know, and, and kind of withhold that love from ourselves. So I think that, that that's really interesting. Um, so yes. So tell us, so the book is written, all the copies are made and then what happens? Okay. So that's, this is an interesting part of it. And I've talked to a few authors and I'd love to hear your perspective on this too. 
And they kind of experienced something similar that I then named kind of like a postpartum. Because when I decided to uh, publish the book, it was actually while I was doing uh, a coaching program with Gabby Abrams over the, the summer last year. And the, the infamous question pops up. But I actually had a really clear answer at the time. It was, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh, I would get a move on with this. Because I had already had a little bit of a manuscript, but I hadn't actually like, all right, the editor's doing this. All right, there's a date. I hadn't said anything out. So that's summer of last year is when I was like, we are getting this thing done. And so I thought in my mind that that's what it was. Like that was the biggest hurdle was moving on and getting the thing out. But I obviously, because I had never done it before, much like motherhood. Um, I couldn't have foreseen the feelings after it was done. Uh, because the launch was great, because I did a virtual launch before actually doing the party. So the book has been out for almost two months now. And I got a, amazing support in sales the day of, I reached certain rankings on Amazon, which were great. And all those things are so fleeting, and they don't mean much anyways. And people that are not publishing books, they have no idea what they mean. So you could literally say I was pretty much New York bestseller. No one would ever know. So no, none of these things really matter, but everything worked out great. Um, and yet I felt weird. Like, is this supposed to be my peak? But I don't know. And at the same time, uh, a couple months before that, I got uh, picked to do a TEDx that is happening actually next week. So it was lots of amazing things. And you'd think a person would be just jumping for joy daily, even in their sleep. And I think that was the pressure also that I felt like, am I, I'm, am I supposed to be feeling super different? And I didn't. And it, it was kind of like my brain was going on crisis in a way, <laughs> like in, it wasn't really uh, corresponding to the reality. And I didn't know what to make of it until I realized that it was almost like a postpartum. Like there wasn't a book and then there was a book. There wasn't a baby and now there is a baby. What do you do with this? What does it mean about you? You know, especially with me, like putting myself on the cover, or, like doing all of these things that people are like, oh, you're so, you know, brave. And I don't know. Uh, and I kind of went through a weird phase there. And having the in-person celebration last week really helped me with some closure, so to speak, to everything. Not, I don't know if that's the word, but to really understanding, like closing the loop, whatever it is that what I did, what exactly it was that I accomplished and how people are supporting me and loving me. And at the end of the day, I get to recognize myself for this accomplishment and really feel like it is a big deal. Um, so it was really, really special to do. I, you know, especially now with everything that's going on in the world, um, we may have forgotten how important it is to be with people in person. And I really felt that hard, like, and it wasn't hundreds of people, you know, it wasn't hundreds of sales of books, but that was when I felt like a true, you know, victor was when I wasn't looking at any of that. I wasn't sad that some people said they would come and they didn't come or that a client last minute uh, said, you know, I can't go. And, you know, I, I, I was almost tempted to be like, oh, I, I'm kind of offended. I thought he would, we're going to be there, but I wasn't. I was like, whoever is meant to be like, like the ideal situation <laughs> is what I felt. And it's just because I really chose to, you know, and I don't know, I, I'm still kind of trying to put it into words. <laughs> no, I think that's so true. Like we get to choose how we feel, right? Like I have so many clients that are like, well, I don't know. I just feel so awful. I'm like, well, stop feeling that. And it's like, you can't tell people not to feel, no, you literally can. Because if you felt that feeling before, 
you can feel that feeling again. Now your ego may get involved and go, well, I don't really want to feel that feeling. Or like, I'm not allowed to feel that feeling. And that's a whole nother thing. But, you know, being able to just say, this is my moment. I'm going to enjoy it for everything that it is. Um, it's really, really powerful. So speaking of, um, things, um, you have a month, it's a monthly membership, right? Okay. So tell us a little bit about that and then tell us what your like awesome gift is with that. Yes. So I have, it's a business and marketing, also personal growth school. It's called the empowered woman school. You got to present to us uh, a few months ago and it was wonderful. Um, so what we do is we meet on Zoom a couple times a week. We also have a Q&A session and every month is a different topic pertaining to business, to marketing uh, and to personal growth. So I really alternate uh, depending on what I'm feeling intuitively or what's going on in the world. Like last month, I talked about crafting a signature talk because I'm in the process of speaking for TEDx. Um this next month, I'm going to be focusing on six figures because I've hit six figures in my business and I'm super excited to be celebrating that and talking about the mindset. So everything that's in relationship to that. And what's really nice is that it's it's a community. It's not just here's a course, go through it. It's the networking and it's the connection with the other women that are going through a similar journey, but in different niches, in different you know stages. Uh, but we get together and it's it's been a really great community. And I have guest speakers come each month. To, to expand on the topic that I have been talking about. So the month that you came in, I don't remember, but I was probably talking about, you know, picturing, envisioning, creating your future. And then you come in and you expand on that with your expertise. And it's been really, really nice to get to do that because it's wonderful. The women are like, where did you find this person? They're so amazing. <laughs> and they're like, well, I have connections. So it's, it's, it's really like coming from an abundance place of there's room for everyone. We all help each other out and we're all unique. And with that, uh, something that I offer in the back of my book, but that I'll be offering here to your audience is a 30-day trial in the membership. So you can come in 100% uh, for free at freegiftformarta.com and you get to enjoy the two sessions on Zoom and the Q&A and get a feel for the community. There's a huge database with all the recordings of the things from the last two years. So there's lots of amazing content to benefit from. And it is amazing, you guys. I happen to be in it and it is so good. She has incredible um, guests that come on and she's just really, she has a very unique down to earth way of teaching that like you wonder where she's plugged into the, to the outlet, right? Like there's definitely that piece where you're just like, where is it? And, and I'm a generator, right? Like I have boundless energy, but I watch her reels and like, I have to go take a nap because she's just all over the place. Um, but that energy is, you know, it's really, um, it's really um, contagious and it just makes you, you, you can borrow her momentum um, in order to create, you know, and, and to sustain the goals that you're trying to create. So definitely, definitely, definitely check that out. Again, for you guys out in podcast land, you're going to see all of these delicious links in the show notes, uh, for those of you on the on the visual, you can see it right now on the screen. Okay, so we have one more thing to talk about, and that is you also have a podcast. I do. <laughs> yes, the Empowered Woman Podcast, and uh, I've had you on there. I've had amazing women. I alternate interviews and whatever it is that I'm promoting. Sometimes I repurpose some of my trainings and the audio on there too. And it's all about visibility, personal growth, profit, um, similar to what I teach in the Empowered Woman School. Obviously, you have all the free content and on the podcast. 
and I highly encourage you to go check it out. And if you ever want to be a guest, just reach out. Yay! So many amazing things. Oh my goodness. How inspired are you guys right now? She is incredible. And she does it all with three of the same age children. Like that is insane. How old are they now? They're six. They just oh my gosh. Yeah. I have one six-year-old and that's more than enough. Like we're trying to break the thumb sucking right now. We're trying to break the hypochondria right now where everything hurts all the time. It's like, do you actually need to go to the emergency room? No? Okay. <laughs> so My favorite was my daughter eating and saying, I can't eat anymore because my hip hurts. And we're like, huh, how is that related? <laughs> it's got to be a six-year-old thing. I'm telling <laughs> you because, yeah, Evane, I mean, the things she will say, like, mom, I need to go to, to bed with an ice pack because I'm going to have a headache. What? Okay. <laughs> What are you even talking about? Um, but this has been so amazing. Thank you so much for being here um, with us. And, you know, guys, check her out. Follow her. Um, she, Like I said, her energy is infectious. You guys are going to be obsessed. And Marta, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Dream Design Podcast. Until next time, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste. Oh.